Here's your question of the day. Are you showing up authentically? Do you look on the outside as you do on the inside? Keep listening because in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing four tips to help you bring your inner beauty to the outside so you can show up authentically as your true self every single day. Hey there, lovely. Welcome to Personal Style for Christian Women. Are you tired of walking into your closet and feeling like you have nothing to wear? Do you feel frustrated when you look in the mirror and feel frumpy and icky in your clothes? Do you want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a crazy busy homeschooling mom of six. I used to look in the mirror frustrated and uncomfortable in my clothes and wish that I could just look and feel good and maybe get a compliment from my husband. I wanted to have fewer clothes that I really loved Discover my personal style to feel joyful and creative, and appreciate my body at every size and stage. But I was terrified what people would think if I dressed for myself and let go of trends and expectations. Then I discovered how to have confidence in the way God created me and His plan for beauty. In this podcast, you'll find style tips from color to body type, the magic of having less with a capsule wardrobe, and biblical mindset tips so you can bring your inner beauty to the outside. So go put in your favorite earrings, fix that hair, and let's dig in. Are you tired of struggling through your personal style? Are you unsure of how to get the wardrobe of your dreams, a wardrobe that you really love, a closet filled with clothes that make you happy, that you actually want to wear, that are comfortable, that make you look your best, and represent who you are on the inside? I am so tickled pink excited to share with you this new resource I just created called the Wardrobe Transformation Roadmap. Inside this amazing Google document just filled with information, you're going to find the six different phases that you have to actually go through to really build the wardrobe of your dreams. Within each of these phases are individual lessons. Y'all, this is a mini course all by itself. It's got lessons. It's got printables. It's got cheat sheets. It's got templates in there. It's got so much information to help you actually progress forward creating the wardrobe that you really want to have. Go to wardroberoadmap.com to grab your copy so you can start checking off the things you've done, filling in the gaps on the things that you still need to do, and get a little bit closer every day to creating a wardrobe that makes you happy, that makes you feel transformed from the inside out. Hey gorgeous, welcome back. I am so excited today to be talking about authenticity in your style, in your image, how you show up and how you present yourself to the world around you. Have you ever met someone and maybe the outside just did not match the inside, right? Maybe it was the clothes they were wearing or maybe it was their mannerisms or the way they talked, but something was just incongruent in how they presented themselves and the person that you were getting to know on the inside. And it just creates a really jarring sensation to feel like there's something off with somebody. And as for you, showing up in the world, um, being who you are, showing up, serving your family, serving your community, being a light, right, to the world, you don't want to cause that feeling in other people. (laughs) You don't want other people to feel like there's something disingenuous or dishonest about you because who you are on the outside isn't lining up with who you are on the inside. There's just something off, right? There's something that's not congruent. There's something that's not authentic. 
And this is hard for some of us. You know, some of us have spent our lives being so weird that we had to mask to feel like we were going to be accepted and to be loved. But I just want to encourage you before we jump into these tips here that you don't have to be accepted and loved by everyone outside in the world around you, right? Like you have to be loved and accepted by God. And that feeling, that sensation, that acceptance will cover all of our mistakes or our weirdness or the things that make us just completely different from everybody else around us. Um, Because when we're sure in who we are and confident that that person that we are is in alignment with who God intends us to be and is planning us to be, the rest of it really just doesn't matter quite as much. However, if you want some tips on the rest of it, aka the outside stuff, I've got them for you today. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right into four tips to help you bring your inner beauty to the outside. The first thing on my list, shocker, shocker, has to do with color. It's always color with me, right, guys? I start there every single time. You should be noticing a trend. Color is so powerful. And I'm going to tell you to wear colors that you love. And this somewhat seems like it might go against the idea of color analysis and wearing your best colors, but hear me out here before you think I'm throwing the baby out with the bathwater, because I promise you that I'm not. So I want you to think about whether it's seasonal color analysis or color harmony that I've talked about a little bit, or even just the colors that you really like the most. The reason that we tend to like certain colors is typically one of two things. Number one they actually do look good on us because we've been experiencing a lifetime of positive feedback when we wear those colors. They make us feel confident. They make us feel good. We tend to get compliments. And so we tend to prefer to wear those colors because we know deep down inside that they're pretty good for us. The second reason we're drawn to specific colors has to do with a little thing called essence, which is definitely not the topic of today's podcast. But basically, this is the parts of you, your vibe, your personality that you give off that can be brought in into your clothing styles. And this is a really deep conversation, but there is an element of colors and essence. And I have another podcast that I did with a client about this. So I will link that below so you can hear just a very tiny snippet of this. But a lot of times the colors that we're drawn to are because they embody certain feelings or aspects or parts of our personality that we're trying to express, right? So for example, um, this is just a quick example. Um, one of the essences is called romantic and the colors that go with that are usually pinks and reds and purples. And it's usually because people that like those colors tend to have just a very, not romantic nature, but they tend to just be kind of passionate and fiery people. And those colors kind of pull those elements out of them and make them seem honest and in alignment with who they really are. And so no matter what method you use, of course, I recommend color analysis as the method that you use. But if you don't use that method, whatever method you use, wear colors that you actually love. Um, And even within the, the realm of color analysis, you know, a color fan comes with something like 30 to 40 different colors. And I can guarantee you that even if you are 100% sure about your color season and you're all on board with color analysis, you don't really like every single color family in your fan because nobody typically likes every single color. And even if they do like them and recommend or recognize their beauty as a part of just creation, right? That doesn't mean that we want to wear every color <laughs> because there are colors that I just don't want to wear, you know, um, and I'm not going to wear them. I stick to the ones that I actually really love and the color families that I actually love. So no matter what method you choose, choose colors from the color families that you actually love because that will definitely make you seem authentic and it will make you feel confident and make you feel great. 
The second tip I have for you is to share your interests and hobbies in your accessories. Now, what do I mean by this? So we all have different things that we're interested in. We all have different hobbies and activities and even things that go on in your daily lifestyle, right? So I'm going to use the example of somebody who really loves music, right? Um, because music's a familiar part of my past and I can easily translate this into different things. So someone that loves music, right? They might choose earrings that have a treble clef on them. They might choose a scarf with composition paper and notes from a famous composition that they love, right? They could choose shoes that have some musical elements on them. They could choose a handbag or any of these things, right? So think about the things that you really love. Think about bringing this whimsy into your wardrobe because the truth is, Accessories are pretty cheap for the most part. They're easy things to buy, to use to update your wardrobe. Granted, you could spend a lot of money on these, but these are great areas to bring your personality, your interests, your hobbies, things you really love into your wardrobe. And they're fun conversation pieces, right? Because people are going to see this and they're if they know what the symbol is, right? If you come across somebody who has no idea what a treble cuff looks like, they might think that you're wearing a you know cursive S for some reason. But obviously, that's a stretch. Anyway, but my point is, you know, people are going to see these things and it's going to be a conversation starter. And even if it's not, it's going to tell them something about you that they may not already know. And in doing this, you're comfortable with the things that you love. You're happy to stand out and say, you know what? This is a part of who I am. This is how God created me. I'm going to embrace that I love this thing and I am going to incorporate it into my style, into my sense of communication as far as image goes. And it's going to make your outfits just a little bit more authentic. The third tip I have for you, and this is so, so important, is to dress for your lifestyle. And this is kind of one of those style rules that... um, I tend to hold on to a little bit strictly is that you should dress for the occasion, right? Several years ago, right before I started my business, I did a 30-day challenge. It was a 30-day dress challenge, or maybe it wasn't a 30-day dress challenge, not like the dress challenges I've done before, but it was a personal challenge to myself to not wear pants for 30 days because I was so frustrated in how I felt in my body. I was postpartum. Nothing felt good. The only thing that felt good was dresses. And so I challenged myself to see if I could do this because I wasn't really convicted about not wearing pants anymore. I've never actually been convicted about that. Um, it's just sort of been a thing that happened and now I don't want to wear pants. But during the middle of this challenge, my family had a trip scheduled to one of these fall festival farm type places where, you know, they have the big slides and they have the swings and they have all this stuff, right? Um, And at the time, I wasn't comfortable enough really to wear a dress or a skirt. Um, And obviously, this is part of my journey now I would wear it and it would be totally fine. I would just hack it for who I am right now. But at the time, I really wasn't comfortable doing that because I felt like I was going to accidentally expose something or show something or it would inhibit me climbing and chasing after my kids. But at the time, I ended up wearing leggings and a tunic to that outing. And it was fine. And I didn't feel any sense of negativity about it. But this brings up my point, right? When you go to something specifically that is active, um, there are a lot of considerations, right? Not just the flashing people or the modesty aspect or being able to move your body quickly, but tennis shoes as well, right? You want some shoes that have good traction of some sort on your feet. And so I always say to dress for your lifestyle, dress for your activity, dress for what you're actually doing. Because no one wants to show up at a fall festival farm place in a pair of heels and a miniskirt. I mean, 
I maybe when I was 15, I would have done that because I was just ridiculous back then. But it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. And if I'm anything, I'll tell you right now, I'm very, very, very logical. I like things to make sense. So please dress for your lifestyle. If you're a homesteader and you need overalls, buy the overalls and wear them. You wear them over your nicer clothes if you want to when you have to go do your chores. But don't be afraid to own things in your closet and to wear things out in public, out in your life that fits your lifestyle because that makes you look authentic and it builds confidence too because again, just like with the hobby thing a minute ago, you're stating without saying a word that you're comfortable enough in who you are and how God made you and the life God gave you to show up authentically and to wear the clothes that you need to wear for the life that you're actually living. My final tip is a mindset tip in a way, but it's really probably the most important tip here. And that is to stay in the word, stay in the Bible, stay connected to God as you take this journey, because he is always changing us. He is always doing new things in us and unraveling new pieces of who we are, revealing new things to us that we had never thought about before. I'm going to give you a great example. Um, I was in a Facebook group the other day and someone asked the question about, it was just a question about head covering. For those of you that head cover, you know, why do you do it, et cetera. And I answered and I, you know, I thought through my answer and then I went back and I added something to it because the reality is, is that I went to seminary school for three, four years, really. I took a break to have a baby. I went to seminary school for four years. I have a master's degree in biblical studies. And so, of course, I studied this passage before um, on head covering and it never hit me at all. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you, I wore my hair really short, chin length for like the last decade, essentially. So even the part about long hair, it just didn't hit me, right? God wasn't working on me right then. He had a bunch of other things apparently he needed to work on with me, but we weren't there yet, right? And you know, I, for some people, you may never get there God may be working on a bunch of different other things and that may not be part of your plan, his plan for you, right? But the thing is, is that 10 years later, 10 years after, nine years actually after graduating from seminary school, is when this became something that God brought up in my own life about how I looked, how I present myself, um, who I am, who he thinks I am, who he says I am, um, and who he expects me to be. And it's funny because it started with the whole, you know, I'm going to grow my hair out. And then a week later, it was like, oh, no, you're going to cover, actually. So I'm just saying um, to stay in the word, stay connected to God, keep asking, keep seeking, keep searching, keep letting him guide you down your style path, down the path of the image that you're presenting to the outside world. But as long as you keep refilling that cup and letting him dictate who you are, it's going to seep through on the outside. It's going to be obvious. People are going to see Christ in you, whatever he's doing in you. And here's the thing. After all those four tips, I know because I've thought about this for a long time that the reason we care about how we look is because we care what other people think about us. Even when we say, oh, I don't care what people think about me. We totally care what other people think about us. Typically because we want to be loved and we want to be accepted and we want to have friends and we want to belong and we don't want to stick out for all these different reasons, right? But it really comes down to a core of being loved and accepted for who we are. Ironically, we often show up as who we are not because we think that that is more acceptable to everybody else. But I want to encourage you today in this podcast that you are enough just as you are, right? You are enough as the person God created to show up authentically as you are, and to be yourself. And as long as you are loved and accepted by God, which you are very much loved by God, um, all of you are, um, who you are is enough. And you can show up and you can be authentic and you can care 
just a tiny bit less about how the world is going to perceive you because you know deep down in your heart that God sees you. Just like he said with um, Saul and David, when he said, Saul and David, you know, do not look at the outside appearance because I have rejected him. God sees the heart. All right. So let that heart that he sees and he loves be the thing that you bring out of yourself and put on the outside to show the world around you. Hey there, gorgeous. Before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at ChristianStyleCommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed. Be radiant. Be radiant.